Hi everyone. So as I um, was basically saying earlier, um, I wanted to do this personal vlog um, to talk about something that for me is uh, something that I had to work through. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm a Christian woman, um, but I don't, you know, discriminate against anyone you know you have to choose what you believe in um as for me and myself i serve jesus christ but um you know um i ha i wanted to talk about church hurt that's the topic of today church hurt so let's just get right down to it when i was 22 23 um, I found out that I was pregnant with my one and only child, um, my daughter. And of course, previous to that, you know, that time when I found out, um, I was a, a very involved person in church. Um, so I was on a youth choir, admin staff, like I did a lot of things, um, just through, throughout my whole life um that continued into my adulthood so that's something that I I prided myself on you know singing you know doing something for God is very much a part of me you know it was my ministry so I love doing it I was at church throughout my childhood almost it feels felt like a lot of times you know three to five times a week um including you know church service on Sunday so it wasn't uncommon for me to, you know, to be at church and stuff like that. So, um, like I said, I found out I was pregnant um, with my boyfriend that I was with for a very long time, who eventually I ended up marrying. Um, at this point, we're divorced, but we were married at one point in time. But uh, at that time, he was my boyfriend. But I found out I was pregnant and I was went to choir practice. Now, mind you, I happen to have friends in the church. Um, I really don't know how it got back to the higher ups that I was pregnant because I hadn't shared it with many people. There was only a few select people that I shared with the fact that I was pregnant. But it got back to the hires up that I was pregnant. And um, this one particular leader of the young adult choir because that's basically what we were at that time comes and she sits me down on the pew it wasn't like she took me in a room by myself it wasn't like she took me to the side away from everybody it was literally on a front pew where I was sitting where she came to talk to me and tell me that I was no longer permitted to sing and I had to be sat down because I was pregnant hmm Now, that didn't sit well with me because, one, there was someone else who had been pregnant in my church that was my age that continued to sing throughout pregnancy. Nonetheless, you know, it's no fault of theirs. Like, if they weren't sat down, that wasn't, you know, for me to judge or whatever. But, you know, if one thing is going to be done for one person, it has to be done for the other. You know, so that really bothered me, first of all. Second of all, you're telling me to sit down from something that I liked doing for God. 
I love doing for God. Like, you know, I would sing all the time. And one place that I would sing is church. Whether I was in the background or I, you know, needed to lead a song, you know, I like singing for God. So it was, it was almost like stripping for me, my relationship with God. That's what it felt like when I was told that I was no longer allowed to do it because of my pregnancy. Now, the sin was in the pregnant, you know, the, the sex, the fact that I had sex out of wedlock. If we're going to be biblical and, you know, go that route. But my child is not the problem. You know, me being pregnant is not going to influence anyone else to get pregnant unless they were already in the predicament to where they had that opportunity to be in the same position that I am. But I can't love God because I was pregnant. I couldn't do my ministry because I was pregnant. That didn't make sense to me. So that hurt me deeply that I basically was put down for something that I like doing for God, that I love doing for God. And the way it was done was not classy, in my opinion. So when I walked out of that, that choir practice, I didn't come back to that church. This is a church that I was in since I moved Tennessee until I left Tennessee. And from that moment, I did not step back in that church. Now, what's the meaning of that story? The story is, is that from that experience, I experienced church hurt. Because a church is a place where the the broken, the wounded, the people that are yearning for God can come to find him. I mean, and don't get me wrong, you can find God anywhere. But the church, the one of the main objectives of the church is to, to, to draw those people in. And I think a lot of churches have issues with drawing people away because people in their own mindset and their own religiousness and their own way of being put themselves in a way in the will of God. Okay? We done seen many a posts and stuff where people said, you know, this person was a drunk, this person, you know, was an adulterer, this person was this. You cannot put a limit on what God will do for a person, how God will use a person. Okay? You know, pregnant or not, you know, that baby is a miracle. No matter who. Or how you get pregnant. The fact that a baby comes out of it is a miracle. Now, I'm not getting into the small details of or big details of like, you know, maybe someone who was raped and stuff like that. You know, those are their own delicate situations. You know, either way it goes, you know, all babies are God's children, in my opinion. But, you know, I respect those who believe differently. Um. But it just really left a sour taste in my mouth where I, I started to look at churches differently. You know, I, I found that I was very religious 
and had my own spirituality, but I was very religious. Like my loyalty was to the church in some part. And even more, my loyalty needed to be to God. So I look, I had a uh, talk with my aunt about this uh, yesterday um, in our own family Bible study that we have um, where we're studying uh, women who are that loose. So if you have that book or you want to get that book, I suggest you get it. So far, it has been a blessing to my life. So um, ladies, if you want to come out and, you know, read that or you want to somehow join our ladies Bible study, you know, let me know. Find a way to get in contact with me through my Facebook, um, YouTube. There's many ways you can get a hold of me. Um, I'll make sure I list that at the end of my video. But I was talking with my aunt and my family about the fact that I experienced this and that that one particular moment could have made me change my life completely from the way that I, you know, that I wasn't even raised. Now, indeed, it would have been a choice. But at the same time, the choice would have been the result of a hurt from church. So she sent me a couple Bible verses that I'm going to share with you guys today. Um, she sent me Proverbs 18 and 21. Um, I'm going to read the new um, international version. But that reads, the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. Um, Titus 3 and 2. To slander no one, to be peaceful and considerate and always to be gentle towards everyone. Romans 12 and 17. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to, to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. Hebrews 12 and 14. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. And last but not least, uh, Psalms 34, 14. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Now, those speak to me because we have to be mindful how we affect other people in the church setting, on the street, through social media, through wherever. It's our duty as people morally. And if you're Christian, Christian wise. To. Spread some warmth to other people, especially those that are hurt, struggling, or just need those open arms to come to. The reason I feel so many people have turned away from the church is because we, um, as church people, and I'm not speaking for all churches because not all churches fall under this, you know, this saying, but a lot of churches have become too religious and not enough spirit, spiritually, you know, led. Too much flesh of myself happening in the church and not the will of God. Or what he tells us in his word to be true. I'm just saying. I'm not perfect by any means and I don't claim to be. But. What I can say is that I do seek and I am seeking to further, 
you know, gain an understanding, you know, in my own spiritual work, uh, spiritual walk, you know, which is continue to be more Christ-like and, you know, know his word. Um, but that's my own journey. And I made a commitment that I want to be a light in other people's world. I don't want anyone to leave me feeling the hurt I felt that day when that lady, and I refuse to say her name, but I know her name, when that lady hurt me that day with what she did. But what I can say is I forgive her. And I forgive any church hurt that I might have received because at the end of the day, it does me no good to hold on to that. And there's power and forgiveness and there's freedom and forgiveness. So I just wanted to give you guys those encouraging words as well as share my personal story with church hurt. Um, it's a subject that you could talk many ways around. But I wanted to touch on that one particular situation because it was something that was addressed um, in my Bible study that I felt like, you know, there's a lot of women who were like me, maybe even younger, young girls who got pregnant, who got shunned, shamed and turned away because they were pregnant instead of embraced, you know, sought into, you know, preached to. And in, in, in love preached to, you know, uplifted, cared for. Because not everybody just get pregnant just because they decided they wanted to get pregnant, knowing, you know, there's just many a circumstances. You never know a person's circumstances. There are a lot of us out here that are what we would call broken arrows. And there's a lot of us that are out here hurt, but hurting people because you're hurt is not the answer. We have to figure out a different way to outreach to our people. To maybe have got to where maybe that person didn't make that decision. Maybe they could have made a better decision. Maybe they, you know, wouldn't have got pregnant young. Or maybe they wouldn't have got pregnant, you know, out of wedlock in their 20s. Or whatever the situation may have been. Our first duty as people, and I'm talking in the Christian faith, is to love. As God loves us. Do unto others as you would want done to you and I'm going to leave that at that so um you know this is a different note of what I typically talk about um but it just really felt strongly on my heart to to talk about this and to you know get that off my chest and start the conversation um like I said the conversation is not nearly finished and there's so many aspects that could go into it but I just wanted to you know touch to him like I said of my own personal experience and you know my thoughts um you know like comment share uh give me some feedback
You can find me on Facebook, Nashua Grand Marshall Pass. Um, you can find um, my ladies and I, um, the common ladies table. Um, our production is PMJ. Um, I'm P, which is Peaches. Um, I like to do some of my own vlogs, um, so you'll see some of that. Um, Jamila does her own as well. Maya has done one. I'm not sure if she'll do some more, but you know, there's going to be plenty of content that we're going to be giving you guys. We're back. Um, we're ready to get talking about things. There's so much we need to talk about. You guys can look forward to talking about the current events. Um, you know, we have an election coming up, so um, we look forward to talking with you guys and, you know, having fun with it. So if no one tells you that, that you are loved, know that I love you. And I hope you guys are staying safe and continue to just take it a day at a time because that's all you can do right now. Thank you.